I used to like Colin Montgomery. I, <laughs> I've, never, I've never told anyone. I know. I've never before. told anyone this. I used to actually, like, I used to use him as someone I modeled my swing after. I don't feel great about that. We are awesome dads, okay husbands, and terrible golfers. We dive into golf, fatherhood, and life. This is the Breakfast Balls Podcast. Nailed it. Welcome to episode 55 of the Breakfast Balls Podcast with your hosts, Mark Budden and Chris Laporta. I think that was it. Not a big fan of what I just did. Anyway, Not a big maybe, fan of what you just did? There's always episode 56 to try again. Anyway, episode 55. You're 0 for 55 at this point. <laughs> yeah, what's one more? Famous 55. Obviously, Lance Briggs jumps to mind. I have Lance's autograph, speaking of Lance Briggs. Hmm. So proud Means of Anyone you. cares? Nope. He was at Duffy's on, oh. I don't know, it was either 670 or ESPN 1000. Oh. He was uh, a guest on one of the, the, the sports talk shows. And Nelly and I went there, and I got his autograph. It's pretty special. Uh, I mean, some bear's hat, which I don't know where it's at this point. <laughs> so you have you at one point I, had I, his autograph. I have it. It's in a He's box somewhere in the basement. Yeah, I couldn't off the top of my head. I'm sure there's a number 55 that's out there. Was Neil Cotts 55? No. For the White Sox? He played with the Cubs too. He sucked. He, did. he was probably he won a didn't he win a ring with the White Sox? I don't care. Don't give a shit. I don't know of anyone else. There yeah. might be a 55 on the Bulls somewhere in there. Lance Briggs is good. Yeah, I don't know how you top Lance. I'm sure I'm missing someone completely, and someone's going to yell at us, but whatever. Third round draft pick, Arizona State Hall of Famer. I think he's just Arizona. Arizona? I think Not he's Arizona a Wildcat. State? Wildcat, okay. I think he's a wild. He's he, definitely Arizona. He's Arizona. I thought Wildcat. Yeah, you're probably right. Could be a Sun Devil. I don't remember. He's, he went to college in the state of Arizona. How about that? Yeah. He went to Arizona or Arizona State. Best third-round draft pick the Bears ever had. I don't, I don't know how factual that is. I don't either. I'm sure there's – I'm sure he's up there. If he's he's got to be – Sure-fired Hall of Famer. Yeah. No. But – What the fuck happened outside today, by the way? Fake spring um, is officially over in Chicago, and we just hit real spring. Yeah. We're back. Winter's back. Came back roaring. With some snowing flurries of thunder. Oh, we got like an inch, probably. Yeah. With a little uh, sheet of ice. Not happy about yeah. it. It's going to delay the golf season a little bit. Uh, not too much. It's going to melt it's gonna be by tomorrow. Sixties by next week again. Did you it's, see that? Yeah, it's going to melt in the next day or two. It's not going to hurt. Just a pain in the ass. It's just. It's essentially just rain. Just look at it as rain. Fake. Fake spring. <laughs> Yes, that's Chicago, right? It's you get fake spring from March through May. Yeah, <laughs> and then it turns ninety, and then yeah, it'll be forty-one day, eighty the next. Yeah, that's, that's just what you that you signed up for. We I didn't. Did, I we did play golf last ago. week. Play golf at Water's Edge, a little public one of, muni. One of three courses probably open in the state of Illinois. Yeah, at least in the Chicago area, I should we should say Cog Hill, Water's Edge, and I don't know what else was open, but did you almost did you great save, great save. We almost knocked the glass over. It's good. Water's Edge was open, immaculate condition, <laughs> first time of year. 
It actually wasn't terrible. It actually wasn't bad. For the most part, it was in good shape. There we was had one tee box where we had a bunch of snow on it still, and we had a like tee off in the very corner. Yeah, Outside that was that, probably the worst. There was a one hole where that whole right side was the, snow. The hill was, but for the most part, they let us out. They let us play. It was fine. It wasn't that wet. It wasn't as wet as I thought it was going to be. There's obviously the low spots were wet, but yeah, yeah, you just we've played, we've played in way worse conditions. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, lift clean in place pretty much anywhere in the course because yeah. you're either going to be rolling. in goose shit or mud. And there was a lot of goose shit. Or is it goose shit or should I say geese shit? I would go with the plural. Okay. Geese shit. Geese shit. Right? A lot yeah. of geese shit. Not one goose it wasn't shit one all go- over the One course. goose didn't do that. I mean, if one goose did do that. You don't cat. know that. I don't know. That's don't. true. There That's was a... only a thousand geese on that course, though. So <laughs> That's impressive if, if one goose did all of that. Yeah. Anyway, Water's Edge was open. They had us. We played a five-some. We played five-some. <laughs> we played pretty quick for five-some. Played in four hours. Yeah, and it was fine. It was windy as fuck. Got a round in. Yeah. You shit the, you shit the bed again. First round, uh, first round of 2020 in Illinois. Yeah, you had one bad hole. I think they cost bad, you breaking 80 again. Two bad holes. I had two triple bogeys and shot an 81. Yeah. Yeah, that's where I'm at. That's you in a nutshell right now. What's going to happen, right? Three birdies, two triple bogeys. You're going on vacation, and you're going to play golf by yourself. Probably break 80. And, no and you're going to break 80, me. and no one's going to give. <laughs> it was like, yeah, I'm sure you broke 80. I'm yeah. going to record the entire fucking round, every single shot. I'm going to live stream it to you. Okay. I'm going to FaceTime you while I'm playing. Well, I'm not going to watch the whole thing. I'm gonna... No, you're going to. There's There'll be putts that I will not give you that right. you will take. <laughs> and you know it. That's why I can't. I don't. I won't believe it. Even if I see it on FaceTime, I can't get a great sense of distance from FaceTime. So... I mean, I you're going to be taking six footers and it's going to really, like, oh, it's like really a three take, footer. We didn't really take that many putts uh, at water's edge. They're just fuzzy. You could hit the ball as hard as you wanted and it's not going to go past the of, hole very far. That's what I'm so. saying. It just was, wasn't a thing. But I will, maybe I'll Zoom you. I'll set up a Zoom. I'll record it. I'll record the Zoom yep. every shot. Yeah, again, um, you don't have to it, watch it. We don't have to watch it in real time. Here's the problem, though. If you take a putt that I wouldn't have given you, I'll putt everything think, out. I'll putt everything out. Oh so there'll be no. Then not, we don't no. have to worry about you breaking eighty. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> if you're putting everything out, I'll putt everything out. You'll pull a Sergio and you'll miss that 80, 18 inch putt. No, I have a, so much confidence in my putter now. That's what changed my game. Was the confidence in my putter? Completely changed my game. How much confidence I have in my putter? I will putt everything out. When I'm, if I'm by myself and I'll record it on Zoom. Okay. Four hours. Whatever. I'm not what? watching a second of it. You're going to watch all of it. I'm okay. going yeah, to tie you. Tell you I'm going to do like a. You tie me what up. What is that? Fuck. <laughs> what movie is that? <laughs> Saw. I'm going to put you in a room and just put on blast my four hour round in Hawaii. And you're. Your eyelids are gonna be taped open like this, and you're gonna have to watch it or listen to it. Uh, what? What? Do I have a second option? No. 
one option. Didn't or they? You uh, to, or you have to do the human caterpillar. What's that? <laughs> don't Google it. Don't Google it. Uh, should we get R&D on the human caterpillar here? No. I got to know. Yeah, that's obviously <laughs> the title of this episode now is the human caterpillar, but. I don't think we can do that. That might that might be a red flag. Oh, it's that bad. <laughs> it might get a flag. Yeah. Should I end. know what this is? I feel, I feel weird like that you I don't should know what this oh. is. That might end the Breakfast Balls podcast. <laughs> is that? I, I guess I I gotta get R and D on it because that I I feel like this. You, you're disgust. Feel you're, like you're gonna you're, regret this decision immediately. You're, you're really you're mocking me because I don't know what this is, and I just feel like I'm not uh, mocking you. I just it's it's funny. I'm not trying to mock you. It's funny, and I feel like there's a human centipede. Should I look that up too? Maybe that's or? it. Maybe that's what I meant. The human centipede. It's a human caterpillar came up when I kept going. Yeah, I think um, it's the same thing. Human centipede or human caterpillar. It's, it's a movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a movie. <laughs> still, still reading about it. Yeah. <laughs> Are you reading about the movie? Yeah. So I now read about the movie. That, I, yeah, that, that's fine. Is oh. the movie called Human Caterpillar or Human Centipede? Called Human Centipede. There's a human caterpillar. I think I was thinking centipede, but I think it's the same thing. I guess I got to do some research. Yeah, I feel like I'm getting a glimpse of what this may be. Yeah. People may be attached to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm okay. pretty sure it's the same thing. Human caterpillar, human centipede. It's okay. disgusting nonetheless. Yeah, I'm kind of, kind of. Yeah, I don't think I want to know what's what parts of the human is sewn to another human. Yeah, guessing it's um, not going to be pleasant. It's not pretty. It's not pretty. It's not something you're going to want to do. So we shouldn't title this episode "The Human Caterpillar or Centipede." I, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> I don't think YouTube's going to. You never know. <laughs> I think YouTube might, YouTube might shut us down after that. We might get some a new audience. <laughs> we might have a whole new fan base. Yeah. Bring some new listeners in if they're just doing a quick Google search and oh stumble God. upon a podcast episode called The Human Caterpillar. You never know what they're going to talk about. I don't know if we want that. I don't think we want that audience. They're probably not uh, sustainable. So anyway yeah. let's talk about actual golf then let's get off this are you disgusted or a little not? disgusted because i'm envisioning what it could be i mean you and... know what it is now you know what it is that's there's no denying it you know what it is uh, i feel like one human's mouth may be uh, sewn to another human's butt yeah is that what it is pretty much yeah okay yeah, yeah that's, that's it pretty gross that's my understanding at least it's disgusting uh <sighs> Boy, that just yeah. really derailed. Head, head to butt. Head, this just derailed this episode. Yeah, how did this even happen? I don't know. You said the human caterpillar. I mean, I'm sure. I, I didn't know what it was, so you wouldn't tell me, so I had to look it up. Yeah, I just felt like you should have known or, you know. I, I don't know why I should have known that. I don't know, man. I don't know either. I'm just pretty distraught right now. Take a, um, take a sip of beer. Take a breather. Take a sip of beer. Thinking about where it's going to go if I were to be it's a human go caterpillar, and someone was sewn to my butt. Oh, I said you said it. Are you going to get options? And I said your options are going to be you either have to watch me play golf for four hours, uh -huh. or be attached to a human centipede or caterpillar. Yeah, I think I'm going to not do that. The latter there. <clears throat> so you'd you. 
So really disgusted right now. You would watch me play golf. I <laughs> if that's my only two options, I'm pretty sure I'm going to watch you play golf. That's it. Those are your only two options. Okay. I'll, I'll watch it on repeat if I have to. <laughs> oh, this just. Are you okay? No. Are you? I'm fine. It doesn't bother me. It's not a real thing. It's like I a movie. It, I think it might be. It's not a real thing. <sighs> How's anyway, it a real thing? You're playing golf in Hawaii. Have you picked out any courses that you're playing since oh, you're the, going to Hawaii? Yeah, the course right is right across the street, part of the resort. Okay, it's a resort course. A resort Walking, course. carts, no, caddies. Cart. I don't know. Yeah, I haven't booked a tee time or anything. Oh, you might want to do that. Yeah, I think I'll be fine. We're there for eight days. I'll, I'm oh, not too okay. worried about it. All right, as long I'm as you're playing as a single, the resort's not full. Is uh, you can take your son with you? No, just gonna do it. Get up early and play one day. Just get up, play two days. Yeah, good idea. I haven't asked about the second day yet, but if I'm bringing my club, I'm gonna play two days. That's great, great idea. I'm gonna play twice. So I'm going on vacation as well. I'm gonna play twice. I'm gonna play once by myself and go play the plantation course on Maui. Yeah, it's where they have they've got whatever one of the first tournaments of the year is there, and then I think we'll play just a local course by the resort. And with, Nicole said with, she'd play with Nicole. So yeah, Nicole said she'd play. She does not want to play the plantation course. I said she asked how good it, does she need? Is it is it a nice course? And I said yes. It's a tournament stop there. It's going to be a little pricey. It'll be pricey and very difficult. She can ride along with you if you want. No, I think that's where our, our paths will separate. She'll do yeah, something good. just as pricey that is more satisfying to her. Uh, I'm sure she'll spend a shit ton of money at a spa. Like, yeah, I don't give a shit. I play, I'll just spend a shit money at golf. It's that simple. Yeah, golf and, balls. The way you're swinging right now, you better buy a lot of golf balls. <laughs> I'm hoping something miraculous happens. <laughs> In the next month, but I am in a we're in a transition. I'm in a a a swing change, and I I don't know if I'm hoping I have hit rock bottom. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm hoping this is it, TJ. But oh shit, yeah, this got I got a lot of work left to do. Basically, just tearing everything down. Two lessons. I've only had two lessons so far. We went to the range. I don't know what day that was. And Mark stopped hitting golf balls at one point. Just literally just stopped because. Everything I was trying, I was just, I couldn't, I was barely advancing the ball. Just hitting everything so fat. Fat and straight left. And I was just like, I don't think it's a good idea to just keep doing this. It's yeah. probably not good for me. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to get better and this is not good. So you're trying to, you're trying to do what TJ was. Yeah, I was trying to do the things that the, he was teaching me and it wasn't jiving at all. Was trying, I don't know. And I'm sure there was a lot of thoughts running through my head. I know there were yeah. a lot of thoughts running yeah. through my head. That's when that's when it really breaks down. Like you're I mean, in a transition, you're getting lessons, you're learning new things, and then you're in between your ears on the range and you're just like a thousand thoughts. Fuck, fat, yeah. fat. Who's watching me? Who's watching me? Fat, fuck. Well, I don't give Snapdragon, Snapdragon, fat. I really don't. Um, I just, I don't play well that. I don't play well when I think anyway, when I've got too many things going through my head. So let alone 10 different things running through my head of things I'm trying to work on. So yeah, I, that was just a, it was a really bad day and just looking forward to the next lesson where I. Looking forward to it. Yeah, it yeah. absolutely. 
Because he could be like, yeah, why the fuck are you doing this? I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Like, stop doing that. Do this. I'm like, oh, okay. Back to normal. Back to what we were doing. When, when, I, left the, when I left the last lesson, things were great. Things like we were, we hit. What did you do? Had, the, what were you working on last lesson? Because the first lesson was grip. A lot of first grip. First lesson was really just, and just the beginning of the take, in just the takeaway. I was bringing the cloud like straight back and then like straight up. It was very high. Hands were high. Whereas this was like the immediate takeaway, bring them back, get more hip rotation, not what I'm used to. Obviously, and then bend my knees, which I wasn't doing at all. No. This, so this, we didn't really focus on the grip other than continue to do what I'm doing with the grip. So in my you know, 20 plus years of bad habits, I had a very good tendency of overcompensating for what I was doing and ro just rolling my hands over to get that club face squared impact. Just aggressive a lot of timing is that what you're yeah. alluding to just like absolutely a, a lot of timing so when you were grooving you were just insane when you're yeah absolutely yeah. which yeah is when you think about it silly that you would why don't you just keep the club face square through impact all the time rather than trying to time it but so you know, working on that so not rolling my hands over i was literally like almost like just like, like a baseball swing rolling my hands over which i'm sure that's where i got it from originally but yeah, so trying to get through one of the thought concepts I was thinking I was literally trying to hit a flop shot with a six iron just to not roll my hands over so much because I was literally just turning the whole damn my whole wrist over. Yeah, literally left that lesson like there it is. This is working. This hitting a six iron like I should be hitting a six iron. Found it. And then just to, within a couple of days, just had lost my marbles. Couldn't hit the six iron like past 125 yards. Are you seeing <laughs> do it. this week? Not till Saturday. I already yeah. texted him today um, saying, <laughs> any cancellations, you call me, I'll be there. I don't care what time, I'll, be, I'll come. But yeah, I don't have another lesson until Saturday. And I don't think I can wait that long. Too Bambles. many. I just, I don't know. Do you, ha do you have your lessons on the app where you can watch them? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So TJ will give you fully dived into the app yet. Well, yeah. He'll give you, a, you'll get, you'll see the before and after you'll get the analysis and then you get drills, right? I've watched it like 30 times. Just what, what it was working. So what's, what am I doing? What am I doing? <laughs> and I'm like, all right, I'll just take a couple more days off. Yeah. Obviously we got the snowmageddon today. I I'm thinking some... later this week, go hit some balls before my lesson on Saturday, if I don't get yeah. moved up. So with with your swing changes, I'm actually like, I had a hard time committing to. Not because not because I didn't trust TJ or believe what the process, mm -hmm. but for a while it was just like we were making these minor tweaks throughout the swing. Like I could not believe how long you lasted on the driving range, hitting shots like that. At some point. <laughs> I, me personally, I would have been like, okay, I'm just, just going to hit some balls and I'm going to make some changes back to how I used to hit it. And then wait till I see TJ again. But I think the benefit is that you're not, you weren't planning on playing, right? If I went to the range and I knew I was going to be playing soon and I was hitting the ball like that, I'm like, okay, what do I have to do to make sure I can yeah. hit the ball and keep the ball in play for the round? No, I absolutely. If I was knowing, if I was playing, that day or playing in the next day or two, I would have now. I got to revert back to something or at least where I can hit the ball. Modify something so I'm not so exaggerated in what I'm trying to do. 
that's more mirrors what I've been what I'm used to. Yeah. Some somewhere in between because I got to be able to make contact with the ball and advance a ball farther than 125 yards. Otherwise, it's going to be a miserable round of golf. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I knew I wasn't doing that, but it still didn't make it any more fun at the driving range. No. You're shanking. I wasn't even shanking. I was just hitting everything like I am I so I am so impressed. Felt like a wounded duck trying to hit a golf ball. That you're doing this though, Mark. I mean, Are one, you? Yeah, no, I really am because okay. I never thought that you would actually get to this point where you'd be dedicated. We've got a lot of we both have a lot of lessons lined up. Like I, I got DJ through the year. You, you bought a huge package, so you got lessons lined up with TJ. Like, I never thought you would get to the point where you're like, okay. I was shamed. That's it. I'm getting, I'm doing it. I'm getting lessons. I'm doing it. My concern what? for you, not, I don't know if concern is the right word, but you've got so many more years of muscle memory built up with that swing. Yeah, that's that a it, lot. It, it might take you 80 lessons to fix that (laughs) might take me six years to come all the way back and then gain one stroke no where (laughs) where i had 10 plus years of bad muscle memory and sporadic muscle memory right like my i don't think my swing was ever consistent throughout the years like (laughs) never the same but a lot of bad muscle memory where you've got 20 plus years of muscle memory built up with your swing and I'm sure it's developed throughout the years as you've gotten taller and stronger and whatever, but you know, taller, healthier, stronger, more fit. I picked up a long time ago, pal. And then less, and then less fit. Yeah. But TJ's got his work cut out for him. Yeah, I think he. He's got his work cut out for him. I think he might realize that after I emailed him after the rain session. I'm like, just need to let you know this it was an abomination. I never communicate with him like that. No, I just, I shot him a note. I'm like, like, A, I wanted to get my previous lesson had been posted on the app yet. So I was a little upset. And I'm like, yeah, I just had a range session and it was a train wreck. I love that. Yeah. But he was, he at least responded back in a very positive manner. He's a positive trembling. Well, he's got to be right. That's part of his job is to be positive. He might be like, oh fuck, what did I get myself into? Trying to remake a person's golf swing, but he does for a living, man. It is what he does for a living. This is what I pay him to do is to fix me. Yeah. And he fucking better do it. Damn it. <laughs> By April first. TJ's gonna get a lot of action on the Breakfast Balls podcast for the next year. Good or bad, yeah. He's gonna get his ass on here and have to talk and pay the piper and figure me out that's what did you define because he's big about this what did you define as your goals for the next several lessons several lessons or, uh, we, you know through you know, through the year was to get to year, a five to get to a five that's your oh, ultimate goal that was our goal is to get to a five i think you'll get there no problem he thought and he said this early on and now i'm gonna i'm gonna call him on it when i see him next he thought just by doing the grip and the takeaway he could get me to a five i'm gonna call him on that and be like hey pal I'm not a five right now. Take some time. No, I want immediate results. He hasn't even seen you fucking putt yet. Uh, we've, we've discussed <laughs> how how bad it's gotten recently. It, well, how bad it's really just, you know, again, talking about bottom of the barrel you might in just, the last year. Yeah, I'm just scrapping the low-hanging fruit here, but you might need to go to an eye doctor. It's gotten I, that bad. Funny you say that I went to an eye doctor today. Yeah. I'm just tweaked my prescription up again back to a 2015 so 
It ain't the eyes. It ain't all good eyes here. <laughs> good eyes. <laughs> ain't got nothing to do with the eyes. I think it's between the eyes. That is where the problem is. Actually, it's between the ears, not between the eyes. Because between I, the I eyes is it, your I, nose. I knew what you meant. Yeah. You meant. Um, and my putting has nothing to do with my nose. No. Maybe a head doctor in conjunction with TJ? Yeah. Board psychologist? I'm sure. Specific? I'm running out of funds at that point. <laughs> So I think insurance car insurance won't cover your golf swing, but they'll cover your yeah. They'll cover your psychology. You know, now that you say that, I wonder if I could flip these golf lessons into health exercise because we you get reimbursement. Yeah, you get reimbursement Ooh, for memberships. I, like I don't that, know if Mark. I could swing this as a membership. I could try, right? Yeah, I absolutely going to give that's it a, a shot now. That's a great idea. I because love, love your I still have a gym membership that I've been paying through the pandemic. And I'll probably pay it for the rest of my life just because it's $9 a month. Oh, is that um, the Lifetime one? Yeah, it's LA, LA Fitness. LA Fitness, I mean. I bought into this. It's like stocks. You Bally's. can't, you can't pass it. I bought it into it when Bally's, it was Bally's. Right? Yeah. Way back when there was Bally's. And it's, I have a Lifetime membership for $9 a month. Did you, were you at Bally's? Did you buy in? Are you talking about before you were in Chicago or the one that when you were in Chicago, the one on diversity? And so Clark? I got it when I was living in Chicago, right? Uh, no, I got it before that. I got it way when I was living out in the burbs before I moved in Chicago. You got you were at Bally's, got the Bally's membership, but I, I went definitely went to the ones Bally's in Mount Prospect. What's that? I think there was a Bally's in Mount Prospect. There may have been. I'm sure it was torn down. But there's an LA Fitness in Mount Prospect, which I haven't been to a physical gym in a year because of the pandemic. But can't even tell. I know. I look fucking handsome. That and the fatness that's spewing out of my face. Um, your face looks good. Your face looks just from your chin down. <laughs> so just do one of these. Don't do one of those. Do one of these. Just kind keep of the, keep crop the it up. up. Just crop it. Can you crop me out? Can you do Photoshop on a live stream? Probably. You don't move as much as I do. I'm really fidgety. You're really still. So okay. it'd be hard for me to be cropped out. But you, yeah, you could easily throw Schwarzenegger's body on your head. Well, ain't that far off. <laughs> Schwarzenegger, what is he, 75? Still got a better body than I do. No question. <laughs> That's not even up for a debate. I think he's on like his third heart, so whatever. Is he? It's possible. I, I have no idea. I just made that up. I know he's had heart problems anyway. Yes. Not, probably not something to joke about. Anyway, let's get to some golf. Congrats to your winner, Justin Thomas. JT in the house. For, for being a players. I'm sure you everyone's seen the stat. A major. Was it a major? A players in 10 plus wins before 27 or 28? 28, I think. 28. Him and, him and, him and one other guy have done it. El Tigre. Eldrick Woods is the other one. Yeah, that's wild, know. man. That's pretty cool. It's a pretty good, that's such pretty a, good that's company. such a uh, diluted stat, though, because Tiger was so much better than JT was at 28. You know what I mean? Like, uh, no, I, I don't disagree one at all, but there's been nobody else. No, I'm saying it's a cool <laughs> stat. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But like when you do that, you do, you dilute how significant Tiger was. Yes. So you know, like, I, you're like, no, they're not on the same playing field. No, JT did that. And that's like grasping for straws, I think. 
when you're comparing Tiger to yeah. someone else. And that's fine. They're but literally like, trying. I think you got to look at the reverses. How many actual majors did Tiger have at that point? Where exactly JT has one, 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 one major, major. <laughs> before 28. Yeah. You're right. You know, like Tiger that, was that working on the Tiger very, Slam. One major, one players, and 10 PGA, 10 PGA wins. And she was like, okay, who gives a fuck? That's cool. Congratulations. Yeah. Don't do that. I, I don't like that comparison. I'm not saying I, you did it. You didn't make that stat up. You didn't do that. Fuck that no. was, that's been out there. In, I actually love the stat. Only I don't. I, don't. I, don't I, think think it's I think it's a stupid stat. I think you can look at it the other way and say, he's in. He. this is the only way you can compare Tiger to anybody else. And that when you do, it's Tiger's, I don't remember how many he had at this point, seven or eight a lot. versus Justin Thomas is only in this conversation and only has one. That's how effing remarkable. But that's not Tiger how it's Woods being. Is. That's not how it's being portrayed, right? Like you it, and I, oh, it is. And people with golf knowledge, no, I disagree. That's not how. That's not how the conversation starts. The conversation is, JT has done this. Only one other person has done this. And it's Tiger. Someone that's not an an avid golf fan wouldn't know how diluted that statistic is no one else is like oh an average sports fan is going to take that out of space right where it's just okay that's a cool stat and i'm just like i think that's a stupid fucking stat you're discounting everything tiger did before 28 to show some guy that called people faggots on tv as one major and one and one players Sure, he did have a homophobic slur. I think NBC pointed that out about thirty-six times. They sure did. <laughs> they weren't afraid to keep saying that. And his how his grandfather and his died. His grandfather died. It's, I thought that just, was a little. That's just a whole nother conversation. How bad yeah. golf broadcasting is in general. Yeah, it's I thought just, that was horseshit. But just, uh, which I expected more, especially if someone like Tarico. It's not like I don't it's know. scripted. You gotta you let those you let those guys that are experienced like you let them ad lib. You let them do their thing. That's what they're special. That's what you're paying them for. And just, it almost felt like they wanted them to emphasize those points. The producer yes, was like, I'm sure they've had they the had those conversations. Like, hey, <laughs> make sure you remind them again what he said two months ago. Hey, make sure you remind him again that his grandpa just died. It's just like, how about the point of it? It wasn't for the last three holes on Friday. It was literally teetering on the cut. And then it was. he flipped a switch. And then the, the next, holes, he was like 13 over. And 13 the, under, I mean, yeah, the, the next 39 holes were, it were fucking incredible. Yeah. That, that's the bigger, uh, to me, that's, that's the bigger the story. story. That's the story. The guy almost missed the cut. Yeah. He and, was literally. Ready to go from if he, the, how he was going to finish 16, 17, and 18. We're going to find him. He's making the cut. And then, obviously, he turned it on Saturday. Yeah. And we shot 64. And he it, it was a 64. Seven under, seven under, eight under going into uh, Sunday. He well, was in like fifth yeah. or sixth place. He, on, I don't know if you watched his round on Saturday, but he had putts short, between 10 and 15-foot putts. On a few other holes where he could have had even a better round. Yeah. He, he, I, I think I heard, I don't remember, I think it was 22 straight greens and regulations that I heard on Sunday when he finally missed on 18 yeah. on Sunday. Incredible. 22 state greens. I am lucky if I get 22 greens in a year. 
That's that's very true. Yeah, Those are the stories exciting. like that are relevant right now. The the fucking T ball he hit on eighteen on Sunday. <laughs> that was just like a big fuck. There's like there's no fucking chance I'm gonna lose this right now. He demolished that ball. It tons was, of tons. He played that big draw. He played that big draw a couple big draw, times. Big low he played draw. Played it with his five wood. Big low draw. And lots of top spin. Too- little too close for comfort it was close yeah it was close to you saw wrong. him he was like oh fuck that's a little fucking close to the wall that's that was about 15 to 20 yards but that also a took a left. monster bounce when it hit he the got ground. a good bounce yeah it if kicked he, a little right didn't it yeah it, it just yeah. it hit and went straight if, yeah yeah it, if it's you or i that's going right it's hooking right in the water well because we're getting a lot more side spin he gets he hit the big draw with probably a little bit more like I don't know. We're pretty five degrees spin, huh? We're pretty comparable, but yeah, he you could tell by his reactions. It was a, it was a phenomenal round. It was closer to the water than he anticipated. Sure, but and he missed the green on eighteen by a yard. He's still putting. It was the pin no, no, was no, in the that, front. By missing the green there, that ended his twenty-two. Ah, hole, I got twenty-two I, holes in a row. I understand. Uh, green streak. Yeah. And I'm just like, uh, I, I can't fathom that because that means you played that much golf to have 22 in a row. That means one hole, because that means one whole round plus four more holes. Yeah. <laughs> Good math. Uh, is you hit that many greens. Yeah. Something went right. <laughs> yeah. No, he did. He was locked in, man. He was dialed in. He was locked in. Especially those last 35 to 40 holes dialed in. And I think he's third in the world for those world golf ranking fans. Yeah. I'm glad he won. He's still got some work to do on the, the, from the PR standpoint. And I think he still needs to do that. I I don't disagree with what I get necessarily Polo or Ralph Loren did, but they, they need to make sure they're checking all their boxes. Like they've got some other underlying issues. They've got, they've got a lot of ghosts in their closet yeah exactly and And it's not jt you know don't 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 passively aggressive push it off to jt jt shouldn't have said that regardless of who his sponsor is but i'm glad he won it gives him a chance to get back in the spotlight maybe gives him a chance to reform what he what he did and what he meant and work from there so that's yeah second chances all about it sure right yeah i'm curious who's he gonna sign with that's all I care about now. Yeah. I want to know you who his go, apparel he, sponsor is going to be. I, I feel like from a PR standpoint, he maybe has to go back to Polo. I don't. I, I think that that ship has sailed. I don't yeah. think they you want think, him back. And now he shouldn't want them back. You as, think he says like, yeah, okay, you guys drop me, but you're also doing X, Y, and Z. So maybe you guys figure out what the fuck you're doing before I come back to you. Yeah, I think that's exactly what I'm thinking. That yeah, they're with this. the uh, The social crowd has outed their some of their habits. Yeah, in terms of where they produce their clothing. I'm thinking with his style, right? Like he's that's going, why I want to know who, he's going. Who's he he's going, going with G four. Okay, maybe like G four is closer to the Polo Ralph Lauren style. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think of Peter Millar, which who Peter doesn't, Millar. They, uh, you know, they, they don't really they don't really advertise that much on the no, nope. do they? I think not, um, not big names. I think Lee Westwood actually has Peter Millar, but I don't necessarily know that they. I think they put out more clothing, and they are they house more. Apparently, he's wearing a sponsors. A company now called Grayson. 
That's what he's been wearing. That's what I read. Yeah, I don't know. Never heard of him. I, I don't think I, he's a hard. T. Matthew type of guy. I don't think he's going no, with Travis that, Matthew. No, I, and I, I'd be hard. I'd be hard pressed not to see Nike make a big run at him. Because uh-huh. he placed what Titleist clubs. I'm pretty sure he plays Titleist clubs. Yeah, like Nike. Nike's not so much his style, but yeah, I don't think I, it's his style. It's not his style, but if if Nike gives him enough money, it's going to be his fucking style. Yes, I don't disagree with that. <laughs> I think uh, money will talk. You got to imagine Nike and Adidas are going to come at, are, are talking to him right now. Think about one of his best buddies. I think about two of his best buddies between yeah. Jordan Spieth and Ricky Fowler with Under Armour and Puma. Sure. I don't know that he's really a Puma type of guy either, but... more flair there. Puma, I don't... Right? I could see him with an Under Armour. Sure. Um, yeah. I think that's more conservative, if you will. It is. Under Armour would be more... Comp- comparable to adidas right nike pushes fashion push trends a little, a little bit more. adidas is more adidas and under armor a little bit more universal right like they're they don't really you know grays navies stripes nothing sexy usually I, I, I really think now that i'm saying i really think if i'm g4 i'm throwing my money i'm throwing i'm throwing everything at justin thomas sure why I mean, not that's that's his style yeah. right that's his style um a little eclectic a little fashion you like you're a fashion what, what's what i'm looking like a fashion a trendsetter like fashionista a, yeah a trendsetter right like you're ahead of the curve a little bit yeah um, uh i yeah i we're talking fashion right now Mark. yeah that's I'm try, we're trying we're trying for the audience look at me i have nothing i know nothing about fashion i'm wearing a cubs hoodie shirt oh cubs go no, fuck the Cubs. Anyway, I don't know. For some reason, that stuff makes me curious to see what they're going to do, especially him. He's in a unique... Why hasn't it happened yet, though? Why hasn't it happened yet? Um, I'm sure there's a couple reasons. I'm sure there is I don't think the legalities a, of I think him closing. Yeah, dropped him, right? Yeah, I. so they officially dropped him with a uh, public release statement, but I'm sure there's legalities behind closing out that contract. Oh, they did officially drop him. Yeah, so Polo abs- dropped him, absolutely. I'm sure there's legalities still around the contract Got it. that are being ironed out in terms okay. of, I'm sure there's still compensation to be had one way or the other. Got it. And I'm sure that has part of what is holding this up. I'm sure he may not just be eager to sign with someone. I'm, I'm sure he knows the money's there. It's not as lucrative as just playing good golf, but... He could be feeling out the offers too. And he, and he also, truthfully, might just trying to be let the thing pass, the whole controversy of why he's looking for a new apparel sponsor. Time heals all wounds. That Because whenever he does, it's probably going to bring up the conversation of why he's changing apparel sponsors. Yeah. The longer that kind of goes, eases some of the controversy around what he said and why he's changing apparel yeah. sponsors. All right. So I think all of that goes into what he's doing. But you know, I was just more curious about what you think he's gonna wear yeah i don't know man truly into question. fashion these days me oh i am oh you are mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'm a big nike guy so yeah you've gone that way recently i've always been like definitely weird. a jordan guy yeah but i've always been like i like travis matthew too i've always liked to be consistent with what i wear I, it's fucking crazy i won't want to wear a like travis matthew polo with Nike shorts. If I'm wearing my Travis Matthew polo, I'm going to wear my Travis Matthew shorts. Yeah, you're a little bit weird. I, it's crazy, right? A little bit. Yeah. That, I, means, that means you're, like, you're really pinpointing your 
the outfits that you're wearing. Yeah, every no, time I know. I like. I yeah, I like looking good. That's, I feel good when I look. No, that's not looking good. There's a difference between looking good and being a little crazy? OCD about. I have crazy. I have crazy yeah. OCD. I won't. I don't know. I don't want to say. I. I wouldn't. I want to say that I go would go that far because I probably do in some cases. But there's a couple apparel companies that I like to wear. I love to wear a Travis Matthew, especially yeah, a hat. I, I like Travis. I love Travis. I love Matthew. their hats. Definitely love their polos. I'm okay with their shorts. I'm not as big of a fan of their shorts. It doesn't mean I won't buy them, and I don't. I do have them, and I do wear them. I like. I've been known to Under Armour. Fat speed. Um, In case you're just picking up the podcast. Yeah. But I think some of their, you know, technology, if you will, in terms of for fat people that sweat a lot, that's other companies are doing pretty are getting better at that. That's why I've been more attracted to Nike lately from a apparel standpoint. Not, not shoes. I like Nike shoes. Everyone likes Nike shoes and Jordans. But from an apparel standpoint, you don't. That's you're weird. But from an apparel standpoint, Nike has put more of a in their golf clothing. Golf clothing. We've got more of a stretch, stretchy waist where it's built for comfort and speed. Yeah. And I, I like I have like their their pants that they're coming out with. The golf pants were like they're like a casual fit where everything that has come out like, like within the last ten years has been like a slim fit or like really tight in the waist and and hips and like legs. And yeah, now this doesn't work for me. Fucking, I'm a big guy. And Nike, they've come out with different styles, right? They'll have these golf pants, but they'll also have a regular fit or like a, you know, standard fit, like mm-hmm. with an elastic waist, which is, it's a perfect, it's a perfect fit for me. And I bought up so many pairs of Nike pants because of that, where they've got that like little elastic in the waist, little stretch in the legs. Feels good when I sit down in the golf cart. Where I'm just like, you know what? I like these Nike pants. I'm going to yeah. keep buying them. And shorts. The shorts Absolutely. are the same way. I'm the same way. If I find something that it fits like how like comfortably, fits pairs. well for me, I go keep going back to the well. Like for whatever yeah, reason, yeah. Oakley pants and shorts, yeah. I, I for whatever reason they fit my fat ass and weird shaped legs. So I just keep going back. You have to. You um, gotta find something that fits you good. And for whatever reason, Adidas pants and shorts fit me pretty well too because of the uh, the comfort waistband that they offer. Whereas for whatever reason, Nike just hasn't, I don't know how to say it doesn't fit me, but it just hasn't fit me as well as those two have. So my pants selection it seems to be Adidas and Oakley's and my, my upper half <laughs> is more Under Armour and Travis Matthew. And yeah. Hat-wise, I've almost exclusively gone to the Travis Matthews yeah, Flex they, Fit. Yeah, they got the best hats, no doubt. They, like, their Flex no, Fit hats There's no the question. Best. Travis Matthews has the best hats. Design-wise, look-wise, yeah. fit-wise, they're just top-notch. And their polos are right there, too. Yeah. And yeah. absolutely, I, 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 I will don't buy their polos. Those. I do. Travis, Travis Matthew makes some good shorts, too. Like, I have five pairs of Travis Matthew shorts. They're like, I'll wear, not just for golf, but just, like, casually, right? Like, that, I, that are really comfortable. But, like... The Nike came out with a pair of pants that I could wear for work and golf, which is like phenomenal for me. I'm sorry, I'm still confused at work and golf. Is there a difference for you between work and golf? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure you work on the golf course. Like my clients like the golf, Mark. Okay. Hey. You know, like what? what you take your clients golfing. They like the golf. What do you? You know, what are you going to do? That's what they're. I'm not going to do anything. I'm just curious. And you haven't stepped foot in an office and. In a year, so that that's all. That's not true. I was in my office last week. Why? 
I had a client meeting. In in your own office? In my office downtown, okay. Chicago. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a bit did. weird. Did you drive down there? Did you I take did a train? Drive. I did drive. It was a ghost town. It was crazy yeah. weird. That was the fifth, fourth or fifth time I've been back since last March. Yeah. I've been down. I think that was my fifth time down since last March, which is crazy. It was my second. I was down two weeks in a row. So the week before that, I was down to clean up my office because we're moving office buildings. Oh, I was thinking you fired. So where, so you're in uh, one South Wacker, which is Wacker and Madison. Where are you moving to? 225 West Washington. Okay. Not, not that far. No, literally. Yeah. Caddy corner from where we're at. Where we're I was say, I was like, not that far, but you got to do it. You, you personally home. don't really have to do it. No, so but I'm not going to have an office anymore. Oh. No more, no more Lakeview for me. So just, uh, everyone's got a, hotel office yeah we're gonna have some people that are gonna be down there every day will have their own space but for me and the rest of my team it's just gonna be uh hotel space yeah and that's gonna be big man we talked about that already we don't have to dissect that again but the world's changing yeah let's talk about lee westwood back not even back to back so at least back to back weeks he's played in the final pairing he's been in the lead Going into Sunday. I love it. He's made a shit ton of money and he brings his fiance on the bag, who is a sports psychologist. Living his best life. Living his best life. I think he's got it going for him right now. He's playing some phenomenal golf. Yeah. Poor bastard. He's never won a major, though. Never won a major. And he. This is going to sound really weird. I've never told anyone this, so I'm going to get into it. He's going to turn into the Colin Montgomery of his generation. I used to like Colin Montgomery. I've never told anyone anyone this. I used to actually, like, I used to use him as someone I modeled my swing after. I don't feel great about that. This could be the best confession ever. Hey, it's a confession. Absolutely. confessional music now. Yeah. So I actually had a, I was a huge fan of Colin Montgomery's in his, you had the same body type or what? We we do have a very similar body type now. (laughs) Again, same thing. Never won a major, always won a shit ton of tournaments. I just remember, (laughs) I think it was a congressional in 97 when he was going against Els and Tom Lehman. Yeah. But does that ring? That was one of my favorite tournaments I've ever watched. I hated the way they finished that tournament. They finished on the par three. They turned that they, they turned the, what is now the seventeenth. They turned that into the eighteenth on that tournament. I don't know if you remember this. This is just me. I don't. This, is, this is just me remembering this stupid tournament. With I was a huge fan of Tom Lehman. I was a huge fan of Colin Montgomery. I didn't care for Ernie Els. I didn't care, but he ended up winning, obviously. But it was one of the the most memorable tournaments for me. It was the '97, I think it's U.S. Open at Congressional. Anyway, yeah, I had a huge af- affinity for Colin Montgomery. Colin, if you're out there, man, love you, Colin. Miss you. I know you're on the the Champions Tour. Love you. Love your swing. Miss you. I've never told anyone this. <laughs> never told anyone that. What I'm gonna tell a thousand people. Just, uh, just let everyone know that I liked Colin Montgomery. <laughs> Colin Montgomery. Oh, not like I modeled my swing after I, Colin I, Montgomery. I, I'm sure you can see it in the high start and high finish. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so back to Lee Westwood, another Englishman. The same never thing. Won never major. won a major, wins a lot of tournaments. 
did well on the uh, European tour. Yeah, likable guy. Super likable oh, guy. I don't know if Colin was the same way. The Lee is very well respected on the tour. This guy's on tour. Super guy. And he's the last couple tournaments he's been playing well, especially the last two. Final pairing, final pairing with Bryson both weeks. Both weeks, yeah. That's finishes good. I, one I'd shot. I'd love to hear that. I'd love to hear some stories from that. Yeah, finishes one shot off the lead, or finish. Yeah, finishes in second, back to back weeks. Made one point three million at the players by finishing in second. And he's playing three, right? And he's playing at the Honda Classic. And he is going to play in the Honda Classic. He is one of the only top players playing in the Honda this week. Yeah, there's Uh, no one playing. But think about it. He probably spends a lot of time in Europe. If he's coming over, he's probably just going to play. He's probably got a place here in the U.S. somewhere. He's here. He's He's already here. That's what I mean. Like, he's here. He might as well play. All the restrictions going back to Europe at this point either with COVID, right? If he's here, maybe he can't go back for 14 days anyways there's covid rolls around and then they come back in the u.s right he Correct. probably's like he's probably just living here for at this point i can't you can't fuck with that shit but yeah he's living the good life right his, his fiance's awesome. his caddy and has been his caddy for a while played back-to-back weeks with bryson <laughs> with it's gotta be it's gotta be an interesting combination those two yeah i don't know he's playing great golf it's fun to watch he's 47 right yeah, he's mid to upper 40s. I, I think he's in really good shape, better shape than he was at in his 30s, that's for sure. Um, oh, yeah, they did a nice – I've seen a couple nice side-by-sides of yeah. him 20 years ago Yeah, at the players. He was a little, little chubbier, yeah. a little uh, more fluffy. Rocked a cool visor back then. He's got to bring yeah. that back. But. Yeah, he's, he's playing good golf, man. He's striking the ball. He's playing the course, right? Like he's not – he doesn't hit the ball. He hits the ball 270. He's the ball as far as Mark off the tee. Like he's playing good golf. Tee to green. He's my pick to win this week. You're picking him at the Honda. I, I, yeah, I got to. I got I, to. I, I don't. I can't fault you for that. He's yeah. playing phenomenal golf. I'm not going to take him this week. I'm going to take Joachim. Yeah, I, like, I like Joachim as my pick to to win this week. Yeah. Uh, let's just hope he makes the cut at this because my, my last two picks to win have not made the cut. But I'm going to take Joaquim as my, my pick to win. Who are you taking? So this is where the field this is tough. dissipates. We're, there's not a lot of big names playing this week. Um, yeah, there's there's no – Mark, there's no big names playing this week. Like Lee and Berger are your him. top two names in the field this week. And like, him? him is up there. But I've picked – Burger, I've picked Sanjay, I've picked oh, Neiman okay. already this year, right? So, again, our rules are once you pick them, you can't pick them again. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm taking Lee. I'm going to get Lee out of the way because he ain't going to win a major. So, Lee's going to win the Honda Classic. Mark's yeah. taking Joaquin. We're going to take Joaquin Newman. And our top Neiman. 10, our top know, 10 right, right. long shot rule is fucking stretch this week because we're yeah. it's 50 to 1. So, to win, that's our rule. they got to be a 50 yeah. to 1 long odd to win right the top 10 long shot and that really narrows the pool down i've got mine do you have yours i, I, do have, I feel I like do you, you should go first I, I do have mine you okay can go. go ahead mark i'm, I'm waiting in anticipation I, i'm going with hv3 harold varner the third okay as my top 10 and what's he right now to win a 95 to one is it just a, as a okay to win 9500 plus 9500 to win i'm going with him as my top 10 Okay. 
I'm okay with that. I don't know where your odds are on this guy, but he's close enough. He's at 50 to 1 in my book. So Dylan Fertelli is 50 to 1 to win. I'm taking him. Are we going to allow it? That's our our cut is 50 to 1. I know he's 4,800 on on FanDuel, but I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Yeah. I'll allow it. I think you have a choice. I'm using William Hill, actually, as my odds right now. I'm going to use Mr. Fratelli as my 50 to 1 odd to top 10. Obviously. Okay. If you're listening to my picks, I have not done well for you the last two weeks, but I'm going with Fratelli at a uh, plus to go top 10, and I'm taking Mr. Joachim Hnuchman. I like I like the Neiman pick, man. I, I wish I could take him this week. I also like to win, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pick him, but to help our fans, I like Taylor Gooch this one the week. He's at twenty eight to one. Okay, I see he's the same. Playing, he's been playing good golf, really good My, golf. Who I, I agree, he was he played well last week. I think yeah. I was toying with two people, and I ended up with going with Neiman. Is Chris Kirk, and he played real well yeah. last week quietly. I don't know if they even showed more than three of his shots. Yeah, but he was always in the middle of the. On the the first page of the leaderboard, that's just kind of how he is. He's a great ball striker, but he's just kind of he doesn't he's not showy in any way. I liked Chris Kirk, but I didn't go with him. So if that helps anyone out there, helps anyone. It ain't gonna be me. I I also want to mention Doug Gim too, because Gim was he was in was he was in second or third. He was in the final group, wasn't he? No, second to final group. Second to final third. Um, Second or third to final. Second to final group with JT. Yeah. On. Yeah. Sunday. And uh, he's a local guy. He's from Arlington Heights. Mark and I are in Mount Prospect, so we're neighboring towns. He's a local guy. He's young, 23, 24 years old. He's got a shot to make a statement this week, too, in that tournament. Again, he had a rough Sunday. He still finished. He still finished. He shot terrible on Sunday, but I think he finished minus four, minus five for the tournament. Yeah, minus four. He shot a plus six on Sunday. Yeah. I'm not saying he had a good Sunday, but he, he showed well at the players. Yeah. I think he's, it was, he was born in Des Plaines. He went to Buffalo Grove High School for those local, local listeners. I'm trying to ask, what can I see else about him? Grew up in Arlington Heights, like you said. I don't think he, yeah, he definitely doesn't make his play home to, here anymore. Played at Tejas. Yeah, which it's you, you can't be a professional golfer and still live in the Midwest. So um, Yeah, no chance. But it would be really cool because I'm guaranteed he played the courses we played around here. Oh, for sure. Really cool to talk to him. <laughs> hey, Doug, where like, should we play? How's the course? The courses that he, like, the, oh. how he's approached or how he's played the courses around by us that we've played a bunch. Just hearing what he says. So if he's if he went to Buffalo Grove High School, he probably played the, the Arboretum course, I think, is up there. I'm sure he's um, played Mount Prot. He went to Buffalo Grove. I don't know what their home course is. But it's probably the Arboretum. I think there's another course in Buffalo Grove. Maybe like Bu- Buffalo Grove golf club or something like that he's probably played rolling I'm sure green. He's, he's probably played, played prospect those. he's probably yeah. played whatever else is over here <laughs> what other golf courses are within striking distance here. of us I mean, it'd be cool to talk to him about like the local courses that he's played throughout the chicago suburbs and just yeah. be like his yeah. take on them so hopefully we'll have doug on in the next couple of weeks i'm getting doug on the podcast That'd i think really we cool. still got a shot before uh he gets too big on the tour and who the fuck is breakfast balls? No. He'll be on. But he was a, he was an option on Thrive Fantasy last week. Anyways, so Mark and I have started doing a little work with Thrive Daily Fantasy. And Thrive Fantasy gives you the option to play 
the golf daily fantasy uh, sports bet. So, for example, last week at the players, you could play different games Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You didn't have to wait for the whole weekend. But the cool part about it is, is they narrow down the field, right? So you don't have to pick from 200 golfers. It's never 200 golfers. You don't have to pick from 70 golfers. That was pretty damn close last week at the players. But anyway. There was a lot. It was 150 golfers last week with the players. But they narrow down the field, and you can play different daily fantasy games. And essentially, they give you a prop bet, right? Whether it's Dustin Johnson is going to have plus or minus three and a half birdies, right? JT's strokes total strokes is going to be 67 and a half it's going to be over or under that and you pick five players for each prop bet and you get points based on how those players do so if you pick dj for the under on three and a half birdies and you pick jt for the over on total strokes you get x number of points and your five player total adds up and how you compare to who you're playing against you can play head to head you can play against multiple people and you can win money based on how you do against either head to head or multiple people. It's a pretty cool system. Gives you an opportunity to continue to play every day. So if you're interested in daily fantasy, specifically golf, but they have really, I'm like, I, I use it for NBA a lot. It's really addicting for the NBA FYI. So if you're going to do it for the NBA, super fucking addicting. For golf, it's cool because it keeps you into it. Every single day, you can make a different bet. We don't have to wait how the whole weekend plays out. You get head-to-head matchups against someone else. You can be, play against the field of 50 people, whoever you want to play against, and payouts instantly. Mark and I, if you have any interest, go to Thrive Fantasy. Download the Thrive Fantasy app and use the promo code breakfast balls they'll match up to fifty dollars 100 percent on your first fifty dollar deposit no brainer free it's no brainer it's free, free money. money free fucking money who doesn't love free money yeah especially for all the degenerates out there like us yeah and we know most of the people listening to this podcast are complete fucking degenerates like mark look at this guy he's on yeah. fucking edge he's on fucking tilt right now Trying to place a bet. Trying to place a bet to make up for his weekend losses. I might actually make a bet right now, actually. Now that you're you're talking about it, just kinda I'd have an itch. Thanks everyone for joining us for this episode of the Breakfast Balls Podcast. If you like what you heard and like learning from our mistakes, please subscribe. Also, if you're on Instagram, please follow us at breakfastballs.podcast. Panda! Listen! Understand this black exit, fan away,